show you guys her room. Rise and shine. Well, a very heavy, uh, heavy duet. We had a very bite. Let's go ahead, Terrace Terrace, and let's go to the bed. The head of the pet. Hello. What took you so long? I've been waiting forever. You ready? I am gonna eat popcorn on on mic. I gotta I gotta be really upfront and transparent about that. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Three, two, one, action. Recording. Is that too loud? Or is this? Is that? I'm living, laughing, and loving. Living. She's living. You look hot. Stop it. It's kind of mysterious in a like, like, can he afford a haircut? Like, is this, is this out of necessity or is this like an aesthetic choice? I love it. It really, it begs a lot of questions. It makes you very mysterious. Good. Yeah. You, if there's. But like, you know, he's going to start overshiring like as soon as you actually start talking to him and breathing deeply. As soon as you bring up the haircut, he's talking about what happened June 28th, 2011. Um, <laughs> Do you want to hear about my circumcision? <laughs> that was literally me at a party uh, last weekend. That's us for real. In San Francisco. I was like, are you Jewish? He's like, yeah. And I was just like, cool. I'm just gathering data. <laughs> You're like, we're both circumcised for different reasons. You're circumcised. He's like, don't ever talk to me again. You're, you're circumcised to be closer to God. I'm circumcised out of uh, being a medical anomaly and out of necessity. To be farther away from the Lord, honestly. Yeah, literally. Um... To make your gay sex more pleasurable. <laughs> to make your gay sex not painful. To make your gay sex not want to kill yourself. And it's like maybe... Not make you feel like you're going to throw And up. it's like maybe that was a sign, you know? Maybe that was the Lord telling you quit that behavior. Maybe it's like, oh, this isn't what you're supposed to be doing, Nick. But instead you went to a devil-infested urologist. Can you believe that urologist peddled their beliefs on you? Okay, I actually low-key can't in regards to when I was like, when I was like, yeah, uh, I feel like this probably needs to happen. And he kept talking about the cosmetic benefits. And I was like, sir, once again, all bodies are beautiful. He was like, we're both over 18. <laughs> Has your urologist sexually harassed you? The, co- right the cosmetic benefits. Imagine talking to a 19-year-old who can't pull his foreskin back and being like, the cosmetic benefits are going to blow your mind. I'm like, yeah, functional would be a great beginning. Respectfully, I would not like to imagine that, but thank yeah. you. Um, it's hard enough for me to suspend disbelief to imagine I completed enough school to become a urologist that imagining that specific conversation makes it even more challenging. Uh, How are you? I miss you. I miss you so much. I'm literally so excited for you to be oh in the, Eugene. The countdown has begun. The countdown, it's less than two weeks. In less than two weeks, we will be scissoring. Inside each other. There's no other way. Why did I do why did I do that little shimmy? I was like, no other way. Mm. I like they're both wearing gray sweatshirts. Is there anything else we need to like really get out of the way? I'm not wearing underwear. Okay. Um, I am. Okay. Besides that, I don't I don't think so. I mean we should I should apologize for my tardiness because <laughs> they <laughs> they noticed. Oh, I was talking to you, oh. baby. I don't care about the listeners. Hey, never have, never so will. What? This is you and me. Yeah. No one's even listening. <laughs> Fuck these people. <laughs> They're like, oh, say it I again. I went to Target with like, 
like truly just enough time to get my essentials, which were toothpaste, mouthwash, and bleach, all for different purposes. Supposedly. And get out and get Her home. teeth are so white. What's her secret? Bleach. Bleach. Twice a day gargle. <laughs> but it, them holiday lines at Target, like, don't get me started. I, it's just, there should be like a, you can only go to Target, like, if you're, uh, if you're, if you were born on an odd year, you can only go to Target on odd dates and vice versa. No, Target needs to start discriminating and Against like even definitely number, segregating their customer yes, base yes. by days of the week. You know what 1, I mean? One thousand percent. I'll let everyone know. I think, po- but, I think podcasters should have an exception to that. Um, I think beautiful people should be allowed there from, I'm going to say, like, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Monday through Friday, because mm-hmm. beautiful people don't have normal jobs. Exactly. The rest of the people can go after. Mm-hmm. Weekends, that's for the odd and even birth years, you know? That's for everyone else. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a great system we got worked out here. We'll really... <laughs> really mitigate those line times um but will it fix the fact that sometimes you're in the self-checkout and your giant jug of bleach breaks that's what really put me over the edge on my tardy i don't think that will solve the problem wait okay say more (laughs) it was a crazy story you guys you guys the listeners we're back to being friends i was checking out and then suddenly I noticed my hand was kind of wet. And I was like, well, what's that? And then I realized the bleach was, and I snorted it. And it was bleach, like, leaking out of the, like, hole. Like the handle? Or, like, where it's supposed to come from? Like, where the cap is. It was, like, not properly sealed. Someone threw that load really poorly. I feel like, I feel like a lot of household cleaning products just aren't sealed properly. Am, that's what we really need to be talking I, about wake am I up crazy people. for that and it's like why like where is all that bleach going where is all that bleach going like, i have a toilet bowl cleaner that every time i squirt it around my toilet bowl yeah. and then i you know flip it back up to go put it away it then oozes and then glue your, bleach your, yeah, cleaner yeah, down my hand yeah, yeah we should be working for clorox a universal experience only beautiful people should work at Clorox. Oh. Only beautiful people with buzz cuts. Only people with bleached assholes. <laughs> so. You got a buzz cut and a bleached asshole coming into Clorox. <laughs> We're hiring. It's just an aesthetic thing. Um, it's just like an aesthetic. We like to keep up with our image. Yeah. Something personal. So true. So, okay, tell me tell me about True Anon. True Anon. I've been waiting for two weeks to hear about this. I know. So I went and saw True and On Live in Portland. Ryan got the tickets, um, like, literally months ago at this point. I remember, I remember being jealous. And Not jealous enough to buy my own tickets here, but... Well, I would like to know if there would be seats, yes or no, no. before I ever went and saw them again. There weren't seats at any of their shows, it seems like. Except, like, maybe there okay. were, like, 12 seats. Can you imagine? Well, uh-huh. you can, because well, it happened. Yeah, yeah, actually, I can't imagine, Nick. <laughs> I'm not, like, a huge True Anon. I'm not not a fan. I just don't listen a ton. I don't really listen to podcasts. I fucking hate when podcasters say that. Literally. That drives me fucking crazy. Like, show some respect. But <laughs> to your I haven't listened to it. <laughs> show some respect to your fucking peers. Our peers, True Anon. 
Well, you know what? They did say at one point during the show, I think Bree said at one point, they consider any podcast with one or more female hosts a threat. And I was like, oh my God, they listen. <laughs> I was like, you guys, stream brain cell girls. That's honestly such a compliment because aren't like, isn't like 99% of podcasts like four guys who think they're funny around a coffee table in the garage? Probably. Yeah. Oh my God. <gasps> I'm so sorry. Dookie. My child wants to play Yay. with me. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I can't. I can't have dog toy no, ASMR in this. But it's fine. Um, okay, oh, so Brace scared. said that we were a threat, and you said, "Fuck yeah, we are." Well, I'm gonna set the scene a little Please bit. Go. Where was it? It's Ryan's favorite podcast. Okay, rude. Besides us, <laughs> don't get it twisted. <laughs> and it's Ryan's second favorite podcast, hosted by a mythic bitch. I've been waiting to use that one. By an Aubrey Plaza cosplayer and some dude. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. What happened to her voice? I don't know, but I like it. No, it's hot. She sounds it's like... It's hot as hell, but like... She sounds like she smokes a lot. I guess, but I feel like I've never heard her talking about smoking. Maybe because she's actually cool. People who are cool don't talk about smoking. That's the real... Not like us, that's, losers. That's the when I smoked a pack. Her voice sounds like mine did before I started like... Training it. Before you stop being annoying. <laughs> Before I got even more yeah, annoying. Yeah. The pendulum swung oh, too far. <laughs> no, but like her little voice cracks remind me of myself. I'm like, oh my god, she's just like me for real. Shut up, Clary. <laughs> Liz embraced just us for real. I wish he'd been sent to outdoor troubled boy school. Girl, those episodes fucked me up. I was throwing a load at CVS listening to that. And I was like, they did what? That's crazy. Crazy. Okay, I'm sorry. You either turn out like Brace or Paris Hilton or you kill yourself. Like there's girl, I'm trying to turn three I'm outcomes. To turn out like Young Chomsky doing my best. <laughs> oh, oh my god, my he's sexy. God Holy fuck. I hadn't I looked I'd seen pictures of Liz and Brace, but I hadn't that's like how much of a fake fan I am. Yeah. I hadn't seen Young Chomsky and when that man came out, what in the fucking Freddie Mercury Ooh. porn version yes. is this man he is so fucking sexy okay the show was at the mississippi room mississippi hall mississippi ballroom mississippi club it's not the one that used Something. to be like a school is it i wouldn't okay. know you walk in and it's a bar and then like there's a side door it's a like venue space Speakeasy. yeah there was a secret password yeah. i need to say i want to eat young chomsky's asshole yeah. and they're like you can come in and then i did um, and immediately I was like, motherfucker, because everyone is standing packed into this venue space. And it wasn't, it was not big by any means, yeah. but it also wasn't like teeny tiny. And I'm like, my little brain trying to play tricks on me. I'm like, maybe they're all standing in front of their chairs and everyone's going to sit. Yeah. Gaslight yourself, queen. Do what you gotta do. And then because we're idiots, we're like, there's a little upstairs, like balcony almost. It felt very medieval. And we're like, let's see what's up there. Where there's like 10 rows of like theater seats. Yeah. Where everyone has like been staking their claim for probably hours at this yes. point. Side note, I can't imagine a scarier group of people than True and On Live goers in Portland, Oregon. I don't know if it's True and On Live goers in Portland, Oregon, or if it's just the fact that I'm so like antisocial post-COVID and just in general. Yeah. I feel like there's an unspoken if not kind of spoken, 
rule about being in crowds. If you leave, you do not get to get your spot back. But because it's a bar and we're all waiting for the show to go on, people be pushing past, going to get another drink, back and forth and back and forth. And I'm like, if you left the front, you don't get to go back there. And I, not, I mean, if the, felt like a toddler, like wanting seats, to throw a tantrum. If there aren't seats, you have nothing to... You're like, this is my space, and I'm going to vacate. Well, apparently it. there was an agreed-upon standard that if you leave your fucking spot, we're Portland, and we love everyone, and we you can have your spot back. Yeah. It was just so fucking annoying. Um, <clears throat> also, because I just foolishly assumed there would be seats, I was wearing a wool sweater and a puffer coat. So I immediately start to overheat. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, I'm really docking points for the venue because that was fucked up. Uh, their their subreddit is just everyone being like, if there are not seats at the next one. Because like, thank you. Like, it's not like a punk rock show. Like even at, Okay, well that was weird too because Florence, Young Chomsky obviously opened yeah. for them and did his like electronic music. Yeah. His little electronic music thing. And people, like, weren't really dancing. And, like, I wanted to, but I'm, like, standing next to all these, like, weird 2014 hipsters who were just, like, hear me in my craft IPA. Yeah. I'm, like, what is this venue? All profits are stolen. So that was poo Yeah. <laughs> like, you work for a tech startup. Kill yourself. <laughs> literally. Like, ugh. literally. Oh I'm like, God. you pay $4,000 a month to live in your, it's like, like you're doing gentrifier you're apartment. Doing Shut the fuck up. For Lockheed Martin, and you're listening to True and On Live. Like, if anyone here knew, they would hang you. <laughs> if anyone here knew, if they would fucking hang you. <clears throat> My next complaint, I felt like such an old woman. I'm like, I am hot. I can't see. It is crowded. People are shoving it was so motherfucking loud. I'm like, Chomsky, turn it the fuck down. Because he was, like, sound mixing for them when they actually went on and, like, did their thing. Yeah, they're singing. Their, their little thing they yeah. do. And I'm like, turn it down. Like, it was just, it hurt. My next complaint. <laughs> if your whole thing is an audio medium and you would like to add a visual element and one of you needs to, like, stim the whole time, which includes, like... <laughs> Getting on the floor and like rolling around and doing what I imagine. <laughs> Literally, they're us for they're us for real. <laughs> real me rolling around on the floor and you being like, Nick, get up. And being like, okay. <laughs> and then you saying something like so fucking out of pocket that everyone's like, what what does that have to do with anything? That. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, I like couldn't see them most of the time. And we got like pretty close. And so I'm like, I am now. I've been standing for two hours Jesus. in one place. I am hot. How long I between am sweaty. when you got there to when the show started? And then how long was the show? Um, it was probably like, Chomsky probably went on like, I don't know. We were there for two hours. We left early. Okay. Also, because it was, we left at 10 because it's a two hour drive home. And we're yeah. like, I don't want to get home after midnight. They went on, I think it started at eight and they went on close to nine. Jesus. Also, just me and my little anxious, like, performer brain, I don't know what the logistics of doing a comedy show are, but all of that, and I get that they had to, like, take away his little DJ stuff, but all that, like, dead time in between, if I was Liz and Brace, I'd be backstage, like, barfing in a bucket. Like, let me go on. Like, let's, let's get the show on the road. Yeah. I don't want to just, like, kick back. I'm not like them. <laughs> I take it all back. We're not like them for real. Not us for real. Um, it was very interesting, too, because if you, the listener, are also a listener of True Anon, 
they're I mean, they talk about like conspiracy theories and like oh. political stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one. Sorry, you were thinking of the other true and on. True and on. Oh, because it's like Q. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? I came for a QAnon show. And I'm like, what the fuck is this liberal bullshit? And then I got out my rifle. Yeah. You're like, when are we getting the party favors of baby blood? <laughs> Maybe they gave those out at 1001 because I was gone. Because <laughs> you were in Salem at that point. Because I was on the fucking road. But the show was nothing remotely related to their usual content. Oh. Oh. It was more just like, well, because you know how at the start of their episodes, they always kind of like riff for a little bit and shoot the shit. familiar, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't even intentional. That was, oh God. I love I'm, when Nick's unintentional. What's worse? Your friend intentionally condescending or unintentionally condescending? Right. Oh, in. I wasn't even worried about the condescending. I was worried about ah! um, You should. Sounding like a freaking girl from Bakersfield with big dreams. And what do we call that? Nick. Exactly. <laughs> so it wasn't, they, they did not really talk about conspiracy. I mean, like there was a little like haha Epstein joke, but like yeah. they weren't like trying to crack a case. It was, was it more like year of the smile. I thought that's what the tour was called. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Smile. I don't, I don't know. know. And I was like, what? Year of the smile. I didn't know that was a Chinese. New All year. of my like poo-pooing the experience aside, because I did leave feeling actually very inspired, oh. which is all I can ever hope to take, like not to be just so incredibly gay on my own podcast. Like that's all I can ever hope to take away from any comedy show, musical, any sort of like live mm -hmm. theater, if you will. That's all I ever want to take away. And like in my own life, that's all I've ever wanted to like, leave audience members with like that it's so cringy but like if i can like i'm so sorry birdie what? what are you doing she's making weird ass noises anyway oh she, okay she's fine <laughs> got a lot of updates for the listeners <laughs> if I, oh my god if my performance can leave one audience member feeling inspired or no it's like there can literally be 99 touched, people in the room and if you touch one of them and if one of them feels slightly moved or it makes them think or like, that's all I've ever wanted because I very much felt that way as a child. Like I think some of my like early musical exposure, like I very much owe it to some of those performers for like, mm -hmm. and I think that would touch them if I ever like ran into one of them in public and was like, Hey, like you actually deeply inspired me at age eight. Like yeah. I know that would make me feel good. So I imagine it with them too. All that oh. to say, I have never, for all the live comedy and, like, Netflix specials and whatever I've been exposed to, I've never seen something quite like this. And a lot of the time, I mean, I'm sure as you listeners know, my, like, the end-all big podcast dream would, like, be to do a live show. And I think it's been hard for both of us to, like, I don't know, really imagine what that looks like because this is such a, like bizarre little thing we've created i'm like literally speak for yourself because i have mood boards <laughs> <laughs> okay well that's this was the first time i've seen live comedy not be like a john mulaney stand-up mm -hmm. and like truly two people just making each other laugh for people who find them funny i was like oh yeah this is like no, yes yeah so i left feeling like our chance is out there and like i want to do that but I want my fans to be seated. So we're literally, I want to be seated. We're going to be in 
nice little armchairs with a no as we said as i was bitchily texting you literally zero i was such i felt like a caricature of a like true and on boys girlfriend i'm like on my phone i'm like i'm texting my business partner no one here knows i listen to two girls when brain cell i'm hot everyone is smelly (laughs) i'm like being such a fucking brat Uh, but i'm literally like nick we have to stand and he's like two girls one brain cell live Everyone's getting armchairs, and I'm like, everyone gets hovering chairs, like in Wally. And then I started to spiral because I started thinking about how much that movie traumatized me as a child. I'm like, what if I'm lazy and lie on a chair all day? I'm gonna get obese and can barely walk off my like weird spaceship onto my destroyed Earth, and it's my responsibility to a not get fat and lazy and b not destroy the Earth. This feels like a lot to put on the shoulders of a nine-year-old. Wally now in the Criterion Collection. Wally? I'll be talking about that in therapy. I've, I think I've seen that movie. Yeah, I have too, because it fucking yeah. disturbed the shit out of me as a child. We should, um, <laughs> we, we should watch and react. No, because I think it might make me worse. <laughs> it's like so good of you to set those boundaries. Nick, we need Wally. to talk about boundaries. <laughs> Wally, number one. But so were they literally just like talking? <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> the theme of it was like the podcasting landscape is so oversaturated. There's nothing left to talk about and there's no new content. So they had like, yeah, which I, on one hand, like does make me very sad, but also I'm like, I thought it was kind of beautiful and like nihilistic in a funny way and not like so self-deprecating. They towed a nice line. Because I think easily I could have walked away feeling real sad, but I was like, I'm actually very inspired. They had um, a projector with like, I'm so sorry. I kind of have a dog, you guys. Oh my lord. There's an animal in your house. Motherhood has been brutal. It's been so hard to get her to latch. (laughs) My nipples are raw. I need nipple balm. I'm like, Clarae, what? I'm like, Nick, I have no money. Please Venmo me for the nipple two, balm. They hurt two, so bad. Two girls, one brain cell nipple balm for breastfeeding your daughter. <laughs> Do you want to form a more emotional connection with your animal? Try our two girls, one brain cell nipple balm. Your dog <sighs> won't be able to get enough. Duck they favorite. had a like, um, what's it called? A screen with like... I hate. I hesitate to call it a slideshow, but they were like projecting images, images onto it. Yeah, yeah. Images, you've heard of them. <laughs> pictures. It was like the talkies without the <laughs> moving pictures. Without the talk. <laughs> <laughs> it was much like a silent film. <laughs> but they were speaking with the silent images behind them. This is unlike so anything much. I've ever seen. But I could barely see them because Brace was always on the fucking floor. I will also say it was weird to hear them so scripted. Oh, okay, it was scripted. I mean, I there was definitely there was, there was improv happening, but why did I say it like that? Because <laughs> because there do be improv happening. There was structure scripted, and there was a lot of like Liz kept doing this like, well, what does that mean, Brace? I'm like, what the fuck is? It was weird, but like, love them nonetheless. <clears throat> oh my god. But the, I'm so sorry. I like cannot spit this out. The theme was like, okay, are what like if we're not doing this podcast anymore, what is our like 
next venture. And so they started by like now introducing our like spinoff podcast that was a like MFM ripoff. And then it's like, okay, our other podcast, which is a caller daddy ripoff. And like they had like fake, uh, no, literally when they started that, I was like, this is the most me and Nick thing ever. We could devote an entire podcast to just alternative titles and alternative subject matter. Like that is, we usually do. (laughs) One of us just has to die. Like we'll keep going forever. So they did that, and then it was like, well, actually, we're yeah, starting. Clearly, I thought, what would happen if you died, like, yesterday? And I got, like, oh so God. sad. I got really sad. I was in the car, and I was like, I need to pull over. How'd I die in your little fantasy? In, like, a freak accident. Oh, which that's seems even fitting. worse. And, oh. then, and then I was like, what would I say on the podcast? Um, she died doing what she loved. <laughs> freak shit? <laughs> she died doing what she loved. Fist fighting someone in a tune on live show. <laughs> she died doing what she loved, getting into a fight with a rhino at the Portland Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> After hours. I thought I could square up. Turns out I couldn't. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but then they did a like, okay, now we're actually launching a YouTube channel. Just kidding. We're on TikTok. And then it was like, uh, cryptocurrency and. There, they had glimmering moments where I'm like, motherfucker, these people are such millennials. Yeah. Not as egregious as like MFM or some others. Like, uh, lovable millennials, but I was like, there is an age gap here. Yeah. You know. Um, I couldn't tell you how the show ended because the clock was about to strike 10 and I was like, I will turn into a pumpkin soon. I'm 25 going on 73. <laughs> I feel like I am. Do you need to go outside? Is that what you need from me? I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Being a mother is... Is this what you desire? We can ignore the elephant in the room, my dog. Smallest elephant. Oh my god. (laughs) You ever seen a 20 pound elephant? (laughs) Yes. You're looking at one. (laughs) The show ended for me when we slowly made our way towards the back. Because we're like, let's just see how this ends. We can like get out first if they're not done by 10. They were probably wrapping up, but I don't know what the, like, big punchline was. But I didn't care to stay to find out. (laughs) But we were, like, hanging by the back. And some girl, classic Portland, like, came out of the bathroom and just, like, ate shit. And I can't tell if she was, like, super fucked up or on drugs. But everyone in Portland is ready to be, like, get her water. Like, help her, blah, blah, blah. But, like, like, really quietly and all, like, we can't distract from the performers. Like, are you all right? You hit your head pretty hard. Here, sit here. Let me go get you some ice. No, no, no. Your, your drink's on the house. Don't worry about it. ASMR, you just you fell out of the bathroom at True and On Live and Claray is helping you. I know. I'm looking at Ryan. I'm like, do you need to go give... I'm like, Ryan, do you need to go give life-saving medicine? And he was like, nah. Like my king. Ugh. Love that. I know. Love that. Minus all the <laughs> not good things. Minus all the things that made it shitty. Yeah. Like, I feel like it really could have been perfect had there been chairs, which once again, I'm like, they were at one point the like highest grossing podcast on Patreon. Yeah. You guys can afford to rent some chairs. And I know you're listening because I know you're threatened. I, well, here, let me see. I don't get it. Let me see it. where they are right now. Patreon charts. <laughs> their numbers of tanks. They can't afford chairs. They had to cut them out of the budget. Uh, they're, they're ranked 15. And they're raking in ninety-five and a half thousand dollars per month. Holy shit! Should we start a GoFundMe for them? That's really sad. 
Uh, <laughs> Help the needy. <laughs> Brace and Liz. I'm like, where are we? Red Scare is 42. Um, 42? Come on, ladies. Have some more problematic guests on. They've been going down. They lost well, They lost $1,200 in the last three months. So, oh, so God. Sad. How is Dasha going to afford ketamine? How- <laughs> Love you, Mina. How is she going to afford a Mew Mew jacket? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I forgot the greatest part of the whole entire night. Yes, please. Right off the bat, they started talking because, I mean, the theme was like, we're washed up. Like, what's next? What's to do? That's a And they were kind of listing. <laughs> I know. It was, it was pretty funny. And <laughs> they started talking about. The theme is, um, we suck. Like, <laughs> similar podcasts. And just like rattling them off and like saying what like. Um, did them in essentially yeah. and they were like red scare literal nazis how did the crowd react to i that? felt like i suddenly had you're like i gotta go a spotlight shine literally, down on literally. Me, and everyone was like she listens to red scare and i'm like no i don't i've literally never heard of anna Adashi in my life like what are you talking about red scare i don't know what that is ah. i mean that's valid because anyone there looking at you would be like she listens to red scare are you calling me skinny? True and on BF, red scare girlfriend. Um, no, we're a walking stereotype. Yeah. Um, wait, how did the crowd react to that? I'm curious. Laugh. Hysterical. Love that. Yeah, everyone thought it was funny. I mean, obvi- no, I wasn't worried that they didn't think it was funny. I'm just wondering if anyone was like, ah, ha, ha, I listen. But I assume like ha- at least half the people there do. No, because I feel like anyone who does listen agrees to some extent and is laughing in a like, they are right, and it's my guilty pleasure. I don't think anyone was like ready to defend or yeah. like. It's not like it's not like yeah. I listen for the uh, nuanced political discussion. I get discussion. my, <laughs> I get my all my news from Red Scare Patreon exclusives. No, I only listen because it's fascinating as hell. It's like it feels like I should like every time I listen, I'm like I shouldn't be hearing this. Like I feel like it, I'm a no, fly it's like on the wall and like a conversation I shouldn't be forbidden hearing. Forbidden knowledge, like. <laughs> it feels like the first time you ever watched porn and you're like yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know porn.com and then it's like search I'm like blowjaw like I feel like I'm like I shouldn't be and you but should I'm here be. porn is bad D- did you listen to the Ann Coulter episode Mm-mm. wild did you I did yesterday yeah are you on my Patreon or do you have your own well I was and then I like stopped updating for some reason okay what happened that's that's well, my card got stolen, I got a new card, and now I'm, like, trying to catch up with all the things that were hooked up to my old card. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, No, I listened through um, some back-channel means. <laughs> Let me know, you, but you can, not on the internet. You can cut this. Okay. Yeah. Um, Uncut. That was really secret, off-the-record shit. Ann Coulter is one of the wildest political figures who's been in the game for, like, decades. Like, what did I miss on the episode? Don't like, don't, don't spoil, spoil it too much. No, I mean, I it's, I mean, I've, I've heard Ann Coulter before, and so like none of this was like, I wasn't like surprised by anything she was saying. But it's always so fascinating, conservative women who are yes. literally the scariest people on the planet. Um, <laughs> conservative women scarier than the listeners of True and Honest. <laughs> conservative women phobic. Um, <laughs> They, I'm woman phobic. Well, it's just it's like Ann Coulter has a like unbelievable platform, you know. 
Wait, I get Ann Coulter and Kellyanne Conway confused. Ann Coulter, Coulter is and Conway Ann, sounds too similar. Kellyanne Conway is going to be Ann Coulter in like twenty years. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, God, she's spooky to look at. No, she's like a witch, and she <laughs> she's so dead behind the eyes. It's no, really, really dead scary. Fucking ass. But she. What comes first? Do you think? Do you think these women are dead inside and then they become conservatives, or do you think they're they fall down a conservative pipeline and then become dead inside? I think I think women who may have a tendency to be dead on side also have a tendency to fall down a mm. rabbit hole because it really is the conservative pipeline for women is really a self defeating nihilistic viewpoint of like I mean she literally she literally says like the reason like the this bullshit talking point about like the reason society is falling apart is because women are having children out of wedlock and like the nuclear family has been dissolved and like men are no longer okay this next one was actually i don't agree at all but it was an interesting point that um democrats uh kind of shape the government to be the form uh, to be a uh a husband figure for women so instead of relying on their husbands to like pay for shit like put the roof over their head instead they make it so that the government fills that role and so that they don't like need a husband and it was i was like oh my god what 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 are you (laughs) it was insane that is a crazy take I like it because it's new. I no, yeah, her. I was. I'll I, give her points for like. I was like, that's fresh that is a hot take, and um, <laughs> this is why I listen to you. But attacking the idea of women doing something other than like staying home and having children and raising them is she not doing something other than staying home and raising exactly? Children? And 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 what are you doing on a podcast? And being like. Whether or not she was joking, I mean, there was, like, an air of truth to her literally saying that, like, giving women the right to vote was a mistake, which is, one, hysterical, but two, she kind of actually believes it. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, that is just, like, such a fresh take. (laughs) Love the energy. No, you don't don't see often, let's reevaluate women's suffrages. Suffrage. Um <laughs> suffrage. No, that's like pretty insane. But it's like the hypocrisy at attacking the feminist movement in a historical sense and like attacking the women who like a hundred years ago literally like died so that you would have the ability to have this platform to spread your absolutely batshit takes is just pretty wild to me. And also women, yeah, and and women who are successful and have careers then going out and saying women having careers and being successful is contributing to the downfall of American society and women need to get back home. I'm just like, okay, but except for you, right? Because you want to keep writing your books. Does anyone ever say that? Like, I mean, obviously I haven't, I've never heard that conversation happen. Like, with Um, the rebuttal of like, what, but you are exempt from this rule? And Coulter debated, um debated Anna Kasparian of the Young Turks um, a few years ago at this thing called Politicon. And I watched that. I would rather kill myself than go, but thanks for the invite. Went three times. And (laughs) And that's what keeps us different. Mythic bitch. It's on YouTube. It's a good, you know, 
little 50 minutes of, of uh, free marketplace of ideas. And <laughs> that's the only time I've really seen her like be really confronted. Well, she's also been on like Bill Maher. And so she's like confronted there. No, because I mean, if you insulate yourself, so you're only saying your views on platforms that aren't necessarily going to challenge what you're saying, whether or not they even agree with them, you don't need to agree. But if you're not like challenging or kind of like pushing back, not even in a combative way, but just in a like, okay, but like, why do you think women getting the right to vote was a mistake? <laughs> you know, just a follow up question would be nice. I don't know. IDK. I don't know. Maybe. That's crazy. Who am I? Um, but yeah, listen to the episode. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will. That's insane. Yeah. Um, Who would win in a fight? Special guest Ann Coulter or special guest Alex Jones? In like a physical fight? We know the answer. <laughs> Ann would like sprout talons and wings and like fly above him and then bite just him lash in the jugular like yeah <laughs> and then literally yeah. there's no doubt in my mind hey, hey, hey. so the laser beams would come out from her eyes <laughs> the only thing ann coulter has ever said that i agreed with was um someone was like it was on some like uh round table or whatever and one of the panelists was pretty much compared like gay rights and queer liberation blah 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 to like the civil rights movement and black mm -hmm. people and she was like black hate them both and she and she was like uh black people like same <laughs> she's like someone compared the gay rights movement to the civil rights movement and black people and she was like black people were brought here as slaves across the atlantic and have like an incredibly unique struggle that isn't comparable to anything else and it really mm -hmm. pisses me off when people um kind of try to like co-opt the civil rights movement and black uh liberation uh mm -hmm. for their own personal one and i was just like hell yeah girl um because they're like they're not they're not the same like we weren't like, we weren't taken from like rainbow island and like brought here against our will you are but that's <laughs> yeah. a special case from circumcision island but anyways she's she's batshit crazy but i do enjoy listening to um conservatives that i strongly disagree with um because i find most of the time i just kind of find it entertaining and funny i mean that's interesting don't you want to like and i'm also like also what, what are these people like, semi-fresh yeah. with what the people you supposedly disagree with are saying like no I'm, exactly like that it's very I'm helpful not politically well versed at all shocking to no one and sometimes i do feel like i live in fear a little bit that some like i guess i don't know 2016 2017 like beginning of the trump yeah time i felt like a little scared sometimes someone was gonna ask me like well why do you not like trump and i was not gonna have like very good tangible like he did x y and z and i don't like them i'm because i'm not no because the answer for most people is just like he's annoying and immature and crazy and he seems like an idiot like are you describing yourself <laughs> um He's you know what I mean? So I feel hands. like yeah. <laughs> I don't like this body language. Why is he always leaning forward with his torso? It's weird. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I feel like it turned into a like Cheeto Man meme. I'm He's like, always at an 85 degree angle. <laughs> My man always be leaning. <laughs> That's not a reason to not like a politician. 
Is he embarrassing to look at? Yes, but like because he's got orange skin, that's not a reason to not. Yeah, it's definitely not helpful though. You're not wrong. Yes. So I feel like, I mean, I still don't do a very good job, but I, a goal of mine is to like be a little bit more politically versed, especially in what politicians I don't agree with are doing so that I can back up my facts if someone tries to challenge me. I'm ready to fight. Yeah, and the fact that that's, like, low-key, like, a hot take to some people is, like, kind of baffling. Because it's, like, it's okay to listen to, like, bad things that you disagree with. Because, like... Oh, my dog's at the door. How do you develop your fucking... Okay, Nick, I'm going to leave you alone with them for a minute. Okay. Can you watch them? Yeah. Okay. Hey, guys, it's Nick. I think Clarice's still listening. I don't know, though. Or she may have taken her headphones off. No one knows. She said she was getting the dog at the... What? Where is she? Moments like these always make me feel like I'm in paranormal activity. Like I'm going to see something that I shouldn't, like through the webcam. Nothing's happened yet, but doesn't mean it can't, you know? Jesus. So sorry. To clear up any confusion, we I've trained her to come in through the garage so that... Because mm. her paws get all muddy because she likes to dig. Oh. And she knows she's not supposed to. She's very naughty. <laughs> she's bad. She's a bad girl. Bad little girl. God, I love her. I would literally take a bullet for her. Like Loki's name. Can't wait to meet her. Um, she's gonna fuck it. No offense to you and everyone else she's met. She loves everyone. New people. Every time she meets them, she acts like they're her long lost mother. Like, oh. falls at your feet, whining and like... Like a little freak. You know this is going to be a big moment for me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's going to be a big moment for me that I fell in love with a dog. No, and I mean, not one that I would have guessed you would. It was love at first sight, though. The second I, I laid my eyes on her, I was like, we're meant for each other. Truly. Love that. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Balenciaga? Yeah, well, I, I want to talk about the fucking three-car pileup outside my apartment. Oh, please. Fill me in. I've been, I've been like, well, Clary needs to tell me about True and On, and I need to tell her about this three-car pile. Well, I filled you in. Yeah. So, as we've established, I moved from the second busiest street in Los Angeles to the busiest street <laughs> in Los Angeles. <laughs> and since I moved here in June, there have been, there have been at least five car crashes right outside my apartment i live on the corner um i live on the corner so the east side of my building uh faces the really busy street and usually what happens is someone is trying to turn left onto the street that faces the other side of my house and usually they do that in a really stupid way and they don't actually have enough time to make the turn with the uncoming incoming traffic because people drive I've so fucking fast. I've made this turn. It's scary. You I I I do not go until there is literally no one. I wouldn't either. And yeah, it's a it's a very scary street and people just are really bad drivers in general. No, literally I was in the like middle lane that like you wait in to turn and Nick's like out on his balcony like and i'm like in my car and i like went to like stick my head out and cars are going by so fast no, yeah, is it hereditary, hereditary? <laughs> no literally i'm like next i have to clean up my oh my beheaded god body i get to i finally get to have my tony collette moment 
Um, before I get into this three car pile on, speaking of, oh, uh, mm. call to action, um, patreon.com slash brain girls for exclusive bonus content and early access to episodes and 20% off all merch. Merch? What's that you say? We have new merch at brainsellgirls.com slash merch. Merch that I really like. I really, I'm very happy with all of our merch, but this new, this new batch, I'm like very pleased with. I'm especially proud of the no one knows I listened to Two Girls from Brain Cell. That is That's, so funny. I think that the AirPods case of that is like pretty excellent. I um, agree. And we, we have, we have a jigsaw puzzle um of a poster <laughs> we have postcards uh of the same poster and uh we might have some and we have a uh we also have a a long sleeve tee paying tribute to one of our favorite actresses um miss tony collette miss tony collette come on down miss tony collette that's my, my drag name would just be tony collette <laughs> Mine would be Laura Dern Linney. <laughs> I think that's a, it's a. Oh, we should do a Laura Dern one too. Mm. Yeah. I think it's a Katya bit. She one time said like, I wish my drag name was, and then like a celebrity's name and that her whole career, her whole goal would be trying to get more famous. So that when you Google that name, she comes up with <laughs> the actress. I think that's brilliant. That, God, that's like funny. shoot for the stars, girl. Do what you got to do. Oh my god, that's so funny. Um, that's like when Lady Antebellum changed their name to Lady A in 2020, which was already the name of an artist. Um, that ass. And then I think they sued that artist. And I think it was a black artist, and I was like, y'all should have just stayed Lady Antebellum and stayed so far away from this. Also, not that quarter after one. I'm, I'm suing you. Drunk, <laughs> and I'm gonna sue a black person. <laughs> You know how that song goes. Um, <laughs> oh my! It's God. on the deluxe version. Yeah. You guys probably wouldn't know. You're not a big Lady A fan, <laughs> like me and Nick. It's a B side for sure. Um, Corey, I have an idea for your Christmas present, but I don't know if it's feasible. But if it is, it'll literally be amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. I have no idea what the fuck to get you. Uh, Megan said that too, and this goes to you. This goes to. I mean, none of my friends are listening, but like literally at this point like i am i don't i don't need gifts i understand people like giving gifts and so that's like fine if that's like your thing but i'm so fine not getting a gift a card is like literally so nice but the best Uh, gift is spending time if i was to write you a card sorry gross time if i was to write you a card it would have to be like expressing a newspaper love for you and this (laughs) podcast and our friendship it would it would be stained with my tears. You wouldn't be able to read it because all the ink would have bled together. It would be like, dear Nick, and then just a bunch of smudges. And then just the biggest black blob. <laughs> the paper's like warped. I'm like, this is how I feel about you. <laughs> a black hole. Our love is a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast, my, not so different from a black hole. This podcast, my black hole. <laughs> Point of no return. Um, no one knows what goes on inside. <laughs> so, sorry. Um, yeah, like at least five car crashes on this fucking street and including two within the first seven days of living here. Yeah, um, that was insane. That was, I was like, it's not too late to turn back. 
Oh God, it was though. And so you can still get your U haul back. So like a week, put it in reverse. Week and a half ago. <laughs> week and a half ago, I'm lounging on the couch. Maybe had a little bit of a joint. Was watching Ozark on Netflix, and I hear what I thought was a bus tipping over. Like, right outside. I thought a bus just, like, totally tipped over. And I immediately jump up. I get out my phone. I start filming. And I'm like, I just heard a huge fucking crash outside. You're going to go viral on Facebook. I go. like, shaky. I would literally rather die. And, um... (laughs) Viral on Facebook. And... Like, shaky world star footage (laughs) of some car crash. And you'd be like, do you guys need any help? Do you guys need any help? I was swimming the whole thing. 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 How come every time someone goes viral for like filming a fight or some like exchange, they always repeat themselves. They always repeat themselves so many times. It's like, get your finger out of my face. 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 I mean, like, I, shut those up. videos. Why do people talk those like videos that? Videos are such a fascinating look into like how adrenaline Humanity. and fight or flight like that too expresses itself in people. Because they're just like, there's, I mean, they're clearly not thinking coherently. If you ever saw anyone in any other context talking the way they do, get your finger out of my face, get your finger out of my face, get your finger out of my star, face. Star, like, star, star, star. <laughs> it's like you're at the grocery store and the cashier is like, do you need a bag? 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 Like anywhere else. That's like Lynchian. That's like, it's Lynchian is a world star is Lynchian. <laughs> world star um but, uh, i want to see a documentary that's just a compilation of world star videos but edited by david lynch girl you better write him a letter <laughs> a carrier pigeon and that's the only way he receives mail exactly it's no, it's my like pigeon. t-shirt gun you have to get it in one of those like big canisters i love a t-shirt Someone just shot this at my balcony. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you have to write your letter or proposal or whatever on a t-shirt. You have to screen print it. Just shoot it at Beyonce. You're like, dear Mr. Lynn. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what World Star is? I I write out the URL. Um, (laughs) www.com. HTTPS colon backslash backslash um so i go outside and there are three cars one has crashed into the light pole right outside my apartment and the light pole is like at a significant angle um besides 90 and (laughs) similar to the way that trump stands so that car is fucked up there's a car that's like entire front was like pancaked um in the middle of the road and then there's a gray car that is also pretty fucked up but um is like on the wrong side of the road facing the wrong side of the road so i know that guy got fucking turned and oh he did like a little spinny he did many spinnies there were a lot of spins definitely oh. and spitting donuts in your words so, so they were <laughs> the donuts they were all spitting and the donuts they were all spitting the onions they were all glass and what the fuck is a glass onion? What are you guys talking about? I don't get it. What's the name of the sequel to Knives Out? Out now. 
Yeah, it's called glass onion. Okay, pretend like I didn't ask that. The onions, they were all glass. The onions were so all glass. Um, Is it good? Should I watch it? I didn't like it as much as the first one. The first one's a national treasure. And the first one's a national treasure. I didn't like it as much as the first one. However, based on everything I've seen online, I think I'm I think I'm in the minority on that. How, okay. However, Megan also agrees with me for what for what it's worth. I usually agree with one of the two of you, so And we're in agreement, so um I have no I have no choice but to but stand. It, but it is but it is good and like I'm glad I saw it and it, very funny. Um Kate Hudson's great. I love Kate Hudson. Yeah, she kills it. I wanna give um, her a little kiss on the mouth. And that's me kissing Kate Hudson. It'd be a wet kiss, wouldn't it? Um. <laughs> that's my dog every morning. She's like, I'm like, well, guess it's time to wake up. <laughs> Tongue laying out. So. She's perfect. <laughs> she can hear me talking shit. I'm kidding. You're perfect. Don't worry about it. Back to your car crash. So. I go outside. Yours. I go outside. I mean, it felt like mine. So I go you went out- down there and you're like, this, I'm the victim. <laughs> I was like, in front of my salad. And I am holding my phone and I'm looking at the scene of the crime through my phone. And then I realize, oh, wait, this is like, then, you know, I was like, maybe phones are making us more distant. So, <laughs> so I put my phone away and then I was like, oh shit. And you I was like, the bodies out of the car and you're like, have you ever thought about how phones are really keeping us so connected, but more disconnected than ever simultaneously? And they were like, I Man, wish I died. I'm bleeding out. And I can't feel my feet. But I mean, this, this, this car crash was, this car wreck was like so intense and like fucking pieces of the cars like sprayed out everywhere that I was like, okay, like there's a good possibility. Like someone's dead. Um, <sighs> so then I rush down my stairs and I go in and then I, check every car to make sure that everyone's like alive um and like like alive and like you know awake um are you the only person on the scene at this time yeah i was i i was down there within probably like 10 seconds of it happening don't Um, lie nick actually just sits on his balcony watching for car crashes all day no i hold a little laser and i aim it at their eyes (laughs) (laughs) you hold your mini ann coulter doll so many pins through that um and so i i check everyone is like alive and the gray car the driver was ann holter <laughs> girl the driver the gray car we'll get to him um so i make sure everyone's alive the car that was pancaked in the middle of the road all four of those people were already getting out um and then i go up i go up to them and one of the guys um one of the girls is like totally physically fine but just like sobbing um and then you and then one of the and then one of the guys physically fine in tears <laughs> one of the guys is like calming her but has like <laughs> girl like blood like you pouring down his face and i was like and i was like hey like are you guys okay and he's like yeah and i was like uh let me let me take a look at your uh, forehead real quick um, and he's like, is there a lot of blood? I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm like, no. And you're like, are you HIV positive? Just out of curiosity I'm like, I'm before like, I start touching you. I'm fucking Princess Diana over here. Um, and I like check to make sure that like 
it's not coming from like super high up his head and one that is also not like a fucking gushing wound and he's about to pass out um luckily it's just like a pretty large just like cut kind of along the side of his forehead um that was bleeding but nothing like it wasn't like deep or anything so it was fine um and then i go back to the gray car and i like the air the airbags had been deployed so i finally got to touch an airbag that had been deployed which i've never done before and they don't put on your bucket list it really is because every time i get into a car and i see like the srs airbag i'm like one who's <laughs> seriously it's the airbag <laughs> but two like <laughs> search the airbag should we patent our own kind of airbag seriously called like totally airbag, airbag? Uh, <laughs> tlty <laughs> sarcastically an airbag T- um T-T-L-Y. Tuttily. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Tuttily airbag. And they don't... We're coming for you seriously, airbag. Airbags don't feel how I expected them to. Um, Not to be like an anti-airbag lobbyist, but airbags are low-key violent. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of confused about airbags and, I mean, you can speak your piece, but like (laughs) my parents' car crash, which was, dude, almost a year ago. I mean, they were both wearing seatbelts. Like, look... I would say most people I know, and by most, I mean, I can only really name one. Like, everyone wears seatbelts. Like, I don't know anyone who doesn't. But if you're wearing your seatbelt properly, airbags just kind of punch you in the face after the fact. Like, But it's better belt, than putting your head through the fucking window. I mean, if your seatbelt is working. I mean, it depends on the crash, obviously. But in some cases... But you're going to like... If you're, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You know. I mean, it depends on where you got hit and where you're. I'd rather be. I'd rather be cocooned in a violent explosion of inflated plastic than in just like a metal box that's like careening down concrete with other metal boxes going forty miles an hour. So I take it you're a pro airbag lobbyist. I'm, a, I'm definitely on the, the lobby steps. I'm <laughs> the lobby steps. Um, I'll see you in the lobby. That's what our tour should be called: the lobby steps. Meet me at the lobby steps. Meet me. Speak now. And we just talk about different kinds of stairs. It's like a presentation about <laughs> the history of stairs. So the first and stairs now, can be observed. Section two. In ancient. Escalators. Mesopotamia. Um, <laughs> no, our second. But it's giving two different presentations at the same time. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Stairs, stairs were first are observed really important in Mesopotamia part of our human in 4800 BC. Only a few thousand years after the disappearance of our closest cousin, the Neanderthal. Are you fucking kidding me? Was there another crash? No, can you imagine? I'm like, hold on, guys. <laughs> Put on <laughs> my hard hat. Yes. <laughs> it soars through the mic. <laughs> It's like birdie. It's flying. It's the car from Uh, Greece. (laughs) So I go to the gray car. I open it. It's like smoke billows out like thick gray smoke. And then I poke my head in and I put my hand on the guy's shoulder and I was like, hey, hey, like. (laughs) <laughs> hello <laughs> and i was like and i was like oh motherfucker like babe babe this is <laughs> <laughs> i'm like chris chris crash. look at me chris <laughs> imagine you get in a car crash and the first thing you see after impact is this motherfucker from rainbow island shaking you going hey hey i'd be like am i dead am i in hell <laughs> hell is me saying babe babe this isn't you look at me Look at me. 
Um, At the gates of heaven, you're greeted by Nick with a buzz cut <laughs> and a microphone. In a Disneyland sweatshirt. Um, He's like, what are you listening to right this, now? I have a podcast. Um, me at the gates of hell handing out flyers for our Patreon. A cup of coffee or a cup of cooking oil? Anyway. Mm. So, Gosh, okay. I mean, with all the seed oils. So, uh, <laughs> so this guy is like, sucks that this is a podcast, so I can't do it visually, but he's sitting there like stoic. He's not moving. His eyes are closed and he's just like, just frozen like a statue. And I'm just like tapping him and like being like, Hey dude, like, Hey, are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Um, and then he oh. slowly opens his eyes kind of like takes in the scene slowly turns his whole torso towards me and i'm saying hey hey are you okay and then he goes yeah and i'm like okay cool uh like are you are you hurt or anything he's like my arm and i was like what arm this arm he's like yeah and i'm like all right cool okay uh well here can you squeeze my hand and then he squeezed my hand with his hand and i was like okay cool so it's probably just like bruised or hit or whatever damn you um, acted really well in this situation i would have been just like screaming. doing those around me like how am i doing <laughs> oh you're bleeding the guy in that car is being real sus <laughs> he's like really weird and guys and he says this, his arm hurts. this car smelled like a mobile dispensary how old is he this uh 25 to 35 i was picturing an old old man no 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 25 to 35 and just like my man was like stoned like really really high and Ugh. yeah so um i then came back up to my apartment and i got paper towels and water and uh a band-aid and alcohol swabs and then ryan's i went gonna back kiss down you on the mouth when he hears this story exactly that was always thinking i'm like ryan's gonna kiss me on the mouth and <laughs> so, did you tell that to the guy when you're waking him up you're like shaking you're like stay with me man stay with me man my podcast co-host boyfriend needs to kiss me on the mouth if he hears when i how good i do i'm like he hey are you I'm here are you here scene. are you awake can you squeeze my hand can you suck my dick <laughs> can you give me a little smooch oh, on the, just a little, little forehead kiss Right, right here. Weird porn right here. where it's like a fantasy of just getting fucked up for a car crash. When this shit goes south, let's start doing that. Let's do like <laughs> niche porn. Re- highly specific porn. Like Mad Lib style porn. <laughs> we start filling out Mad Libs and then making a porno and call it Mad Lips. Um, Mad Pussy Lips. Mad Labia. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Mad foreskin. <laughs> so then I I come back down and guys, I have paper towel under my arm, like a roll. I have uh, band-aids and alcohol swabs in my pocket. I am carrying with two hands, three cups. And I've also called, I called 911 as I walked down the steps the first time. Um, so we know you're not a sociopath and, wanting to handle this all by yourself. No, literally. And um, I'm like, the cops are coming. I already called. Don't call them. I already called. Don't call them. They're on their way. They said they're like in really bad traffic and like they just like they were busy. Like they're going to be here. Don't worry about it. Low key, though, it took me like 90 seconds to get to someone in, on 911. Hmm. So if you're ever in an emergency, just think about that. Do you just have 90 me. seconds? Yeah, just call me. Call Nick, except for the first time you call him, it goes straight to voicemail. You have to call he twice. Phone you have to do not disturb all the time because yeah. he gets too many spam calls. But that still takes less than 99, than 90 seconds. So true. And I'll be there so fast. Um, 
But don't ask him how long it's going to take. He'll get flustered and testy. I'll get to, Nick will be testy. And <laughs> so I go back down. Okay. And at this point, a crowd has formed and no one's doing anything. No one besides me is doing anything. Did you do any stand up for them? Literally. That's the material. Do we have fans who come to our standing only live show? Were you like, guys, at our live show, I promise, armchairs for everyone. And there will only be two cars in Iraq. <laughs> um, so I go, so there's a crowd. And then, so there's a woman who lives on the same block that I do, just opposite, on the opposite corner. And. Sure. I see her every time I go for a walk. She's always there. She's always on her porch. She's always smoking a cigarette. They have a very, Good ad- for her. they have a very adorable Husky. She's like, She's like a 60-something like Latina grandma with a husky. Good for her. Um, who's always on her porch, living the dream, honestly. And I go down with six cups of water and, and like literally <laughs> mason jars. I'm like, hold on, I have water in mason jars because I'm from Oregon. It's like literally kill yourself. Why weren't you in the car crash? Tell all these bystanders oh my god no tripped over my words don't ignore me i'm cutting that so so this woman who i've never spoken to like i've like smiled and like waved at her when i walked by but like i've never spoken with her she stops me and starts speaking in spanish and i'm like there's an emergency happening at the moment um i don't have time for this necessarily hold on a sec i love her this oh my god if my mom could stop sending me voice memos that'd be so slay so she she stops me. She stops me and she says, no le de agua. And I'm like, no le de agua? You don't want me to give them water? And then I was like, por qué? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, por qué? No le de agua. And then she por said, qué? and then she said, por qué no es bueno si están uh, asus- asustadas? And I was like, what does that mean? That means don't give them water. It's not good because they're scared. And I was like, is she a witch? And no, I was like, La Llorona. Like, like, (laughs) (laughs) don't give these people water because they're scared. It's not good. I'm like, I'm so fascinated by the lore behind this, like, old wives tale. But like, you're like, put a pin in that. We'll come back. I'm like, okay, I'll be down here. No, I'm like, you're coming on the pod. So um, (laughs) (laughs) my neighbor, everyone. Um, she speaks zero English. We're like, uh-huh. <laughs> we're so true, Queen. So. We're just like, poor K. Poor K. She's just speaking riddles in Spanish. <laughs> and we're going, poor K. Yeah. Poor K, no. No le de agua? No le de agua? That's all we know how to say. <laughs> no, no, we just say it with different connotations. No, like de agua? No, le de agua. No, le de agua? No, le de agua. Um. So, no, so then, so then, so, so then I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna see if they want it because how about we like let the people decide? So I just go and I give everyone water. Um, and then I start like. She put a fucking curse on you. Literally. And I. <laughs> go up to the guy who's bleeding and I like wipe down his fucking Jason Voorhees ass face. (laughs) Like just so much blood. And 
do the alcohol swipe, put a Band-Aid on. Um, and then I think that was pretty much it. And then the firemen came. The firemen are always the first on the scene. Literally would fuck every single one of them in front of God, in front of my family, in front of my friends, in a church. And... I have no one that lives in my house. It's kind of sexy. It's hot. It's so... It's hot as hell. Because um, also they're like... They, like, go and, like, turn off the car. They, like, open the hood and, like, tinker around and stuff to make sure the cars, like, won't explode, I'm assuming. Um, sexy. And it's, like, sexy, but it's also so adorable because you're just like, oh, look at these men. They made their, like, childhood hobbies of, like, playing with Legos and, like, fixing little stuff as, like, an actual career that, like, mm-hmm. helps people. That's actually so adorable, and I want you inside of me. Yeah, and then the, like... <laughs> The little boys who were like that, but also like violent and like killed cats and shit. Those are the cops. Yes. It's like, oh, they made their childhood fantasies come true of beating their wives. Honestly, I feel like Aww. I feel like cops were all like the runt of the litter and bullied mercilessly in like elementary school and middle school. And it's just like they've set their lives on like taking that out on everyone. I will never forget. I mean, and this was like. And you can tell them I said that. <laughs> this was like pre- a cab and like yeah when that like really took off when at the end of high school when my cop ex-boyfriend he always wanted to be a cop and i'm really talking about with my dad and my dad was like dude don't be a cop be if if you want to be a first responder be a fireman like people like firemen people don't like cops and dumbass was like no no no, i want to be i want to be a cop i want to be a cop john with the motherfucking what if instead i marry an emt (laughs) that will show him um i really got him yeah emts are the alt boys of the first responder world um i mean i guess in eugene springfield emts and firefighters are all like paramedics and firefighters are pretty interchangeable they're all licking each other you know so true um but yeah then the cops came and guy in the gray car went to the hospital um and his mom showed up on the scene after he left for the hospital um and i was like do i tell her that her son was blazed out of her mind or do we wait for like the blood report to come back do you be a snitch yes or no yes um always be a snitch no i mean literally fuck you if you're so high that you like think you can make that turn you shouldn't be driving. Was if he you the have, one that caused the accident? Yes. If you, okay. if you have to, okay. If you have to ask yourself, "Am I good to drive?" The answer to that is no. Like me, stone cold sober, getting in my car every day. No, literally. Me, fuck, am I good to drive? <laughs> bum bum beat. No, yeah, like. Am I mentally well enough to drive? Take my license away. Literally. They've given me too much freedom with the open road. <laughs> I miss when women didn't have rights. I miss I when I was, women like, couldn't drive to a kitchen somewhere. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wish yeah. I was pregnant with my fourth child and my husband was beating me and yelling at me for not having his mm. slippers and paper ready when he got home from work. <laughs> Make America great. Take me back. Take me, Take back. me back when my husband was forcibly lobotomizing me. Oh, I miss it. I've got half a mind. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Whew. I just finished a rewatch of BoJack this time with Dan because he hadn't seen it. Um, did he like it you need to move <laughs> I depending on the raise I get uh, at the end of this year I would probably want to look for like a studio <gasps> a studio somewhere quiet <laughs> yes um, 
Anyways. You and Dan not living together would be the end of an era. Yeah, and I don't know if I want to do that, but I don't know. I feel like I'm getting to an age where, like, I'm turning 27 next year, so. It's time for you to find a wife and settle down, start a family. No, literally. It's like, what, where's my fourth kid? Um, where is he? <laughs> so, where's your wife to be? <laughs> the girl who's reading this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Read the first word. The, um, so that, I mean, that was pretty much it, but I mean, it was like a whole ass hour and it was like so fucking crazy. And they, I mean, the car hit the lamppost and then hit like the fence around my downstairs neighbors, like unit. And so like, okay, that's going to I worry if I was your downstairs neighbors, I would yeah, feel the car's going to drive in into the car. Say that, <laughs> say that sentence again. Say it again. You can do it. I believe in you. I'd be scared they're going to drive the car into the living room. There you go. <laughs> Second time's the charm. Yes. Um, no, like literally. No, and that's like a, that's, that's valid. Super fucking valid. That's like super fucking valid. No, I'm like a fucking bus could just like literally just like run through our house. Um, You're going to get like Donnie Darko'd. <laughs> automobiles are not enough. A whole plane has to... <laughs> Megan's going to get her pilot's license and land in your living room <laughs> just to say hi. And I'll be like, I'm so proud of you. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that was that was it. But it was um, – and, like, looking back on it, I don't have any, like, lingering, like, anxiety or anything about it. And I think that's because mm-hmm. I, like, did something. I think if I hadn't done something and waited for someone else to, um, I would feel a lot different. Um, but I don't know. It's nice knowing that I guess like that I am like that I do respond that way in like high stress that situations. Is good to know. Um, because you don't really know until you're in one. Um, you know, only one way to find out. And yeah, I don't know. So I, uh, I am relieved that I turned out to not be one of the like literal twelve bystanders just like standing on the sidewalk watching. And, like, when you really think about that, that's, like, really weird. If I could be anyone in this situation, I definitely hope that I wouldn't be one of the 12 bystanders. I hope that I could be more like your downstairs neighbor with her weird witchy energy. Like, if I had to play any role, I hope it would be... She's, like... Excuse me. A few houses down. Your few houses down neighbor. Yes. She's what I aspire to be. What to tell being like no no day off what? Oh god. Her vibe stuck out as weird to me and I like it. No, she it was it was off for real, for real. Cause then she just like kinda stood like a little too far away and just like smoking a cigarette in the shadows. Just like watching. She knows something we don't. No, she caused the crap. she was in the gray car. Um <laughs> No Lay Day Watch! Just like <laughs> just grabbing the wheel. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, really. I, okay. Also, whenever I the car crashes are scary. I mean, it's scary to see people in Absolutely. such a like uh, vulnerable. Guess, not even, but like fragile. I guess mm, you know. That's true. Because like that's like very. Um, I don't know. You f- like I felt like I was talking to like like a kid who was like on the verge of like getting really really emotional and just trying mm-hmm. to like walk that line of like getting what you need to get from them without like pushing it over because like i could have easily looked at that guy and be like dude your <laughs> your head's gushing blood 
Bro, you look like you're going to fucking die. Um, no, that's yeah. a good point. I feel like I'm always shocked with, like, same with my parents' car crash. The guy being as drunk as he was and, like, this guy being as high as he was, whenever I've been in the situation where, like, I am that drunk or that high, I just feel like I'm so incapacitated. I cannot imagine getting behind the wheel. Like, I don't think I physically could. Or you would, like, go, like, half a block and be like, oh. and like I would go hit, half a block before and, I hit a tree. And hit, like, and hit, it like, it would a trash not... can at, like, 10 miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't think I would, in both situations, I don't think I'd be able to make it onto such a major stretch of road. Like, what other freak shit was he doing it's up really in the scary. But, um, It's so scary. He asked me, he asked me if he, the guy in the gray car, he asked me if I could get his phone. Smoked? Out, get, a, get his phone out of his car. And it's like you want to light up this joint. <laughs> I just take a stash. I'm like, okay, you, you smoke. Everyone's, you seem, everyone's you good. Seem chill. Um, he asked me if I could get his phone, and I was like, sure. So I went in, and his phone had like gone on the floor of the like passenger seat. Um, so I go over to grab it, and I pick it up, and his phone—it's an iPhone—and it's like, it seems like you've been in a car crash. Do you need to call uh, emergency services with like the slide to call thing? And I was just like, I was like, I remember when they introduced that feature in September. Good to know it works. I had that thought in my head. And I was like, you are so technologically. I'm like, like, I remember this feature in September. Uh, And I love you for it. I just, I. But it's still, it stands. I'm like, yep, I'm the guy that treats everyone's wounds in De La Agua and, uh,. No But I'm also the guy that's gonna like Poor K. nerd out about a fucking crash uh responder on your phone. But it is good to know, I guess it works. It'd be nicer if it called it automatically because like the phone, like you're not gonna be able to find it and you might not be able to get to it. Yeah, what if you have broken limbs? What if you can't move your arm like this man? What if you're blind? <laughs> Honey, you got a bigger storm coming. <laughs> oh, God. What if you're so fucking stoned and you're blind and you cause a major car crash in front of Nick's house and some lady screaming, no lady agua? What then? So. <laughs> what happens how, then? I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Um, Then. I wasn't asking you what happened then. I was saying in my hypothetical situation, then what happened? Ah! Um. <laughs> Oh my god, kill yourself. So, how was your Thanksgiving? <clears throat> my Thanksgiving was so fucking slay. I got to host in my house, which Ooh. was delightful. I know. And my extended family before, stayed in California. Before we actually get into what? Th- Thanksgiving portion, let me grab a drink. Okay. How long can you record? Because I would like to be done at 6. I'd like to be done by like 5.45. That's cool. So 6. S- Massimo is-, is probably going to be here at six and I need 15 minutes to like jack off. No, already did. Um, to mm. just like get shit off my couch. So how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> my Thanksgiving was great. You hosted, uh, it was, you hosted your family. Mm-hmm. Nice. I was allowed to cook everything. So it was a lot of like aspirin, <laughs> a lot of like plain <laughs> steamed vegetables. You know how I do. <laughs> <laughs> we also it was a lot of green beans from... straight from the can no fresh green beans steamed oh gorgeous with dijon mustard nice 
you know, just how grandma used to make. Yeah. Grandma used to love her Dijon. Um. <laughs> um, but we were also watching. It was honestly like a perfect day. The weather was beautiful. My family was getting along. I got to have them in my house. It was wonderful. My brother and I only got into one minor argument. Hell yeah. That was crazy. What was it about? Me. I don't even remember. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy that there was only one little like, go away. There's only one of those. That was crazy. Proud of you. Us. Um. No, literally. <laughs> Except for you and I kiss on the mouth afterwards. No, I don't believe in incest. No, we have to. We You got to make it up with a kiss. Um. um but the real drama of Thanksgiving came when, oh my God, we were babysitting Ryan's boss's dog, who we've watched before, and he's just like a menace golden doodle. I love him, but he just, bad behavior, bad behavior. And he's not my dog, so I can't like reprimand. I Beat feel the shit out of him. <laughs> what? Well, I do that. <laughs> we were given permission to do that. I'm like, he's so weird. He acts all scared and cowers when I come near him and when I kick him. This pussy dog. What happened to the great wolf? What have we done? <laughs> we ruined him when we started breeding golden doodles. That was the real bag fumble. Ooh, hold on. I'm going to tell Ryan to get me a McClar. That's what I need. Hell yeah. I'm, I have to call him. I'm so sorry. It, it just dawned on me. No, I got to you can be a part of this for a minute. You can't hear him, but I can. Oh, yeah, you can. You can Hello. hear him. Hi. <laughs> Where are you? Passing Oh, <gasps> Will you get me a McClar, please? I beg. All right. Yes, I love you so much. Give me a McFlurry. I love you. Bye. Nick wants a McFlurry. Okay. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. He says K. What if he, what if he got... Then you have to Venmo him $2. What if he got back and... <clears throat> you were there too and I was there yeah and I was like where's the fuck McFlurry <laughs> where's the fuck McFlurry <laughs> I'm the, drinking now that's what the great car sounded like um, <clears throat> anyway my so many emergencies story, I made incredible brownies hell yeah I did the like like melted chocolate chips mm. and coffee, mm. like really dense mm. and like, like not just like your cocoa powder Fuck no. shit. Like, they were fudgy. Um, and I put... Uh, oh. oh, yeah. I put, for lack of a better word, globs of um, pecan pie filling Ooh. in it. So they had, like, sticky mm. pecan pie so, chunks. They so. were so fucking good. So, this dog is in my house. <laughs> and I just, like, I forget how big he is. I'm so not big used boy. to big dogs. Yeah. And <clears throat> I left to go get coffee with a friend came back and I had had like the brownies and the pumpkin pie like sitting on the counter and I noticed on the pumpkin pie there was like a paw print in the saran wrap and I was like motherfucker like he can reach them I'm so stupid thank god he didn't eat anything so I said move brownies from counter to top of microwave he can't get them there and this when I was gone this time and he put his paw on the pumpkin pie I was gone for like two hours so then I leave that night to go to my show and I leave at 6 p.m. Ryan gets home at 6.15. I arrive at the theater. I get a call in panic saying, how many brownies were on that plate? And I was like, I don't know. One really big one. 
It was probably more like two, but Ryan doesn't know that. And Ryan's flipping out. He's like, Benson ate them. And I was like, well, I have a show to do, so I don't know what to tell you other than you need to call my mom. She was a vet tech. She'll be able to make it informed. I did not informed. know that. I know. She led a life before me. Can you believe? <laughs> she loved animals. She just loves animals. And so I'm like trying to get ready for my show when I'm like telephoning back and forth with my mom and Ryan. My mom being like, okay, well, you need to feed him um, hydrogen peroxide to get him to throw up. Where's the hydrogen peroxide? And I'm like, you're going to have to do that. Ryan's not going to do it. So I'm like, all right, it's under the bathroom counter. Like you talk to Ryan, figure it out. Yes. You guys deal with it. I have to go. The brownie's only been in his stomach for like 10 minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> Fucker. <laughs> and then like 30 minutes later, you know my couch. It was one of those like tufted couches where it has like buttons on it. And when I bought it, I was like, oh, it's so nice. All the covers are removable. They have zippers in the back so you can take them off to wash them. And I figured out about a year and a half ago that that is not the case. They don't, un they don't come off all the way because the buttons are sewn into the fucking cushion. So there's just like a, it unzips like partially. Like it, the foreskin doesn't fold back all the way. So, so you're telling me, me when you were erect, the couch cushions did not pull back? That's correct. What? And you just didn't think anything of it? I mean, I guess not. Are you there cosmetic benefits my body to is beautiful. circumcised? <laughs> so Ryan calls Your me. Your uncircumcised and like, couch. Yeah, literally. Ryan calls me and says, can I circumcise the couch? And by circumcise the couch, I mean cut the buttons off. And I was like, well, wh like, why, why would we have to do that? And he's like, well, because Benson benefits. threw up all over two halves of the couch. Facebook marketplace. Literally. Someone was like, what are the stains from? And I'm like, I don't know. Ah! I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> You're so crazy. I'm wild. Fraudulent. Um, <laughs> I steam cleaned it. I believe you. Kind of. And I was like, I wish you wouldn't. And he was like, okay, well, too late. I already did. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. <sighs> so that was my Thanksgiving. Dog puking on couch. Couch destroyed. But he was fine. And then, uh, he was fucking fine. Yeah. Also, his boss's response went, because Ryan obviously texted his boss and was like, I'm so sorry. Like, we, it was our, totally our fault. I hate that I'm enough of an idiot that I put, like, where I put them was, like, out of his reach. Like, I put them there with the intention he wouldn't get That's them. That's He was yeah. like, dumb bitch. Anyway. Yeah. Ryan texted him this long thing being like, I am so fucking sorry. Like, I don't want to hurt your dog. Like, Clary's mom came over. She's a vet tech. Or, like, she knew what she was doing. And his boss responded being like, LOL, he ate my son's Halloween candy a couple weeks ago. He's fine. <gasps> you ever just want to fucking scream? I do. Yeah. But now that couch is no more and Benson is no longer welcome here. <laughs> no lay day, uh, co Coco. Um, no lay day brownies. No lay day brownies. Poor. Like they were so good. Little um, How was your Thanksgiving? So my Thanksgiving was bomb as hell like honestly Are you one thankful of the for me you literally one of the funnest weekends i've had in such a long time oh um, i'm so glad it was a blast we um, you started drinking again do you want to talk about that <laughs> no i mean what was that decision like I mean, <laughs> that decision what, like, was that it decision? specifically to hurt me um was that decision specifically to get a rise out of me <laughs> or were you trying to get like attention <laughs> 
Hello, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, me and Claray produce and edit and sound mix. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Brain Cell Girls. You can follow me, Nick, on Instagram at Nick Curl. And you can follow Claray on Instagram at The Grace Trap Queen. Music by Anabolic Beats. We would like to thank our patrons who have selected the immortal tier on our Patreon for allowing us to, you know, make the show. We really appreciate it.